It is Thursday, June 24th. A very happy National Handshake Day to you, Kelly Collis. <laughs> uh, that's good to know. It is also my mother's birthday, so I have to do that at the top of the show, too. But I will let her know that she shares that day with a National Handshake Day. Are we still doing handshakes? Are we back to doing that? Yeah, put her there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're too far apart. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we're handshaking. There's handshaking. There's hugging. It's all coming back for those who are vaccinated and happy. Absolutely. Part of the vaxxed life is you get to hug again, which now that I'm saying that, I realize it might make you not happy about your vaccination. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm sticking with the fist pumps. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love D.C. Kelly's a hug-hating, lifelong Washingtonian who loves her Washington Nationals. She's a mom, a wife, always honest, funny, and sometimes a little bitter. Oh, is it my turn, Tommy? (laughs) As I was saying. (laughs) Everybody loves Tommy. He's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's got two dogs and a husband. You'll see them all over his Instagram. And if you just ask him about the time he spent Easter at the White House. Because I was the first person in American history to host the White House Easter egg roll. Thanks, Obama. I'll be in the Smithsonian someday. Don't hold your breath, Tommy. But seriously, we're so glad that you're here because you probably love Washington. Like, we love Washington. Matter of fact, we even had a radio show about how much we love Washington for quite some time. We bring people together, created awesome community moments around D.C., and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. We'll get into that 295 bridge that fell and free Britney and Broccoli City and all the things, but I just want to point out, um, they say that the handshake started because of the Greeks back in the like ancient times. By grasping someone else's forearm, it was a way to tell if they were hiding a weapon or not. So, look at that. There you go. <laughs> okay. It can come in handy, I guess. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so this was big news that broke yesterday. A DC tradition is returning to RFK. Broccoli City is back. And uh, there is a star-studded lineup, as to be expected. Of course, uh, last year they took a year off. We've got Lil Baby, Snow Allegra, and Moneybag Yo will be the headliners. And then there's a bunch of other performers. Tickets go on sale on Friday, June 25th. And uh, there's all sorts of packages available just to kind of like enjoy the city and enjoy the um, the cultural phenomenon that, that Broccoli City really tries hard to highlight um, black artists and um, black culture. So this is it's going to be a great year. Yeah. What's great about that, too, is they continue their programming throughout the year. They do a lot of educational programming in the city. They had a collaboration with Ann Pizza for a while where they supported like unsigned and new artists. So Broccoli City has this huge festival but all year round they're they're in the community and they're doing great work so it's awesome to see that they are they're coming back i love it yeah it it is great um okay we do need to talk about what happened in philadelphia again i know we talked about the nats yesterday did scherzer take his pants off again (laughs) no no scherzer kept his pants on look the game was incredible they they won there was it was the score was 13 to 12 and what was killing me is I had a 90-minute Zoom call downstairs in the basement of a, uh, when this game was going on, and I could hear my children upstairs screaming of joy. So I was like, oh, no. what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? So I did get to see the last couple of innings. It was an incredible game. The Nats are just having so much fun, and I think that's what's making the difference here. Let's not get into the stats and all the boring stuff. 
they're just having fun. And the, an example of it in the middle of the game, the umpires are doing the checking of the pitchers. So we have video of a, um, a Fetty, the pitcher being checked out. But Scherzer and Zimmerman are having a little like moment in the dugout yelling at the ump. <laughs> They're yelling at the ump to have them check Bryce Harper's hair. Because, <laughs> of course, Bryce, a former Nats, now plays with Philadelphia. And you know what? Harper had fun with it. Mm-hmm. He was laughing, joking around with his former teammates. And that was just just I don't know. There's something special that you can have such a strong rivalry and yesterday's game was such a poop show that they're still having fun. He's got all kinds of questionable substances in that hair, that Bryce Harper. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He has a lot of product. And then we're seeing uh they're they're heading uh to Miami. They're playing Miami in a four game series. I'm meeting them down there, by the way, for the Saturday game. No, you have tickets to the game. You're not meeting them down there. <laughs> oh, I'm right behind the dugout. They're going to know that I'm there, okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so they all, before they boarded the plane, posted a bunch of them, Juan Soto and Schwarber, all posted a group photo of them all wearing Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I mean, Rizzo's in it. You see Martinez up there in the front. I mean, come on. I, Trey Turner, I don't know if you can just zoom in on that little piece there. He's right in the center. He's matching shirt and shorts with flamingos. Does on he it. have a romper on? Hang on. No, that it's not a romper. A, are, it's you not, sure it's, are you sure yeah. it's not a one piece? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's Good. not a romper. I, I, I've right. seen other photos, um, but it's matching shirt and shorts with pink flamingos on it. I mean, come on, that's guys. Amazing. They're just, they're having fun. Uh, and that's what's so great to see. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why you love, uh, baseball or I love baseball. I mean, it's not just all about winning and losing that they're, they're gelling as a team. I didn't realize you had a Zoom call yesterday during the height of the game because we talked in the fifth inning and you were like, ah, the Phillies just had a grand slam. It's going to be a long rest of the game. Yeah. And I, I, that's why I didn't bother you as the game was happening because I thought you were watching it. Oh, you poor thing. I'm yeah. so sorry, Kel. I came up at, though at the eighth, and and that's where all the a lot of action happened. Perfect. So, all right, good. Uh, it, it was great to see in their number two in the NL East, which is awesome. Look at that, though. Maybe by the umpires delaying the game to an excruciating level, it actually made the time pass. Your Zoom call was over, so you got to see the action. <laughs> so, I think you owe the umps an apology for grinding the game to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was them, but. Um, in other sports news, this is really exciting too. I feel like there's so many new announcements every day. Really? Like stuff is happening in our city. The wait um, 16 months for these things. So yeah, they're ready I, to go. Right. It's a little backed up. So DC United is welcoming club teams from El Salvador and Mexico next month for a big round robin tournament at Audi Field. It's called the Capital Cup and it's featuring like the best of the best in El Salvador and Mexico are coming to DC to do uh, these matches. And of course, DC United will be part of that so that's over the course of a couple days at Audi Field it looks like it's falling over um, the all-star break so there won't be like a lot of traffic down there by Nats Park with them playing and it's just great to see that stadium if you have not gone to Audi Park it is gorgeous Mm -hmm. and a lot is happening down at Buzzards Point restaurants are starting to open up down there and it's definitely got its own vibe so it's really cool to hear that being used um, for the first ever Capital Cup as you're looking to your sports coverage, Kelly, the restaurant down by there, the point, I don't know what they do to their soft serve ice cream, but holy crap. It's like, <laughs> it's almost like gritty. And it, I know like to describe that as like a good thing, like texturally, I went there for, I mean, the whole meal was amazing. It's by the folks who have Tony and Joe's and Nick's on the Georgetown waterfront. Oh, amazing. 
Amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, I've actually, I've been there as well. And also the view, it's literally on the point down there, Buzzard yeah. Creek, like at Buzzard's, no, it's Buzzard's Landing. Isn't it Buzzard's Landing? Buzzard's Point is... Buzzard's Point. Yeah, Buzzard's Point. Buzzard's Point, which is just like a view that really in Washington, no one's really been able to enjoy. Yeah. And then, then yeah. this restaurant is like sitting on the water. It's gorgeous. And the base is right there in the War College. And then also the guy who owns the point will give you a extensive education on the conspiracy of the moments and days after and the capture of those who assassinated President Lincoln. It's like kind of his thing. He's like studied it. And he'll like he'll tell you all the pieces of like what happened to the co-conspirators and like some of them at their <laughs> final moments at the base right over the wall. Oh, I'm so, like, why would he know that? Okay, because there's a it it it's relevant yeah. to the location. Okay, yeah, well, like I think he's generally <laughs> just a a Abe Lincoln aficionado, and okay. like told me about an address on Chinatown. I have to go see a plaque, which is where the conspiracy was happening, where they not like. Not like, a, like where they conspired. Like, you know what I mean? You got to be careful with the C word these days. Where they conspired to actually like pull it off and like all the things. So um, he will have a lot of just just ask. Ask for the owner and ask for the, for the tour because you'll okay. get it. it. Yeah, just know what you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> the drinks are also great. <laughs> if you check out the point. Not an ad, but it could be. <laughs> Let's talk about the bridge on 295, the Benning Road. Oh, my gosh. The land bridge, you, you had to have heard about it by now. It was like a global story. But now there's reports that the initial talk from the officials in the city who were like, yeah, the bridge is totally fine. And they were like, actually, the bridge was marked poor. And they were like trying to put it all together as the investigation is happening. Now, the, the poor thing wasn't like structurally the bridge was going to fall. It was right. like the top walking part. But... A truck ran into it. Yes. (laughs) So, yes, while the bridge may not be in good shape, a truck, I believe it was some sort of gas tanker. It wasn't like a little, like, pickup truck (laughs) ran into the bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So the investigation is still happening. They're they're figuring it out. But Adam Tuss from NBC4 found a YouTube um, user who posted up some video of their dash camera, like, the moment it was happening. And here that is. It's insane. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Those those people were well, I mean, first off, it's a it's a gosh darn miracle no one was killed. Totally. No cars, no yeah. there were a couple of pedestrians on it. I, I I just can't believe it. But those cars were stuck in that traffic for hours because literally there was nowhere to go and you needed like cranes and industrial equipment to pick up the bridge. Yeah. Like what do you even do? Right. Like, yeah. Insane. And and I got it. Did you get the alert on your phone? Yes. It was so weird. If you lived in the DC area around the DC area, you got one of those like emergency alerts where your like phone is just vibrating. You think the end of the earth is happening. Totally, totally. I know my phone, my phone can vibrate that hard. Yeah. It's letting us know that 295, which is of course such a big uh, thoroughfare for so many people to get in and out of the city uh, was closed. And what was a gosh darn miracle. It opened up at one o'clock this morning. They worked all night long. Yeah, crazy. Because no more pedestrian bridge. It would be like ten o'clock tonight, Thursday night, that it was opening up. But yeah, they they yeah, made it well, happen. Well done. No more pedestrian bridge, but 
the highway is open. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get across <laughs> that for a minute or so. No. Well, there you go. That's how you get new infrastructure. <laughs> I, that is one way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congress doesn't need to pass anything. Well, they, <laughs> someone's got to put a new bridge up for the one that fell out, unless Tanker Truck LLC is going to do it. Someone's got to figure that out. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out. <laughs> it was it was wild, too. They were like, they said that 25 gallons of diesel fuel um, mm. spilled and leaked into the waterways. And then they were like, but don't worry. They put a substance in that absorbs the diesel fuel back out of the water. What kind of abracadabra stuff is that? My goodness. Mm. That's crazy. That there's a thing that you can put into the water that pulls it. Okay, great. <laughs> Just like imagine all the people that got emergency calls yesterday. Seriously. Right? Obviously, there was the first responders, but mm. then like sort of the, the logistics people, right? The people that have the chemical to put it in the water, the people that have the grains to move the bridge. Yep. I mean, the police that were diverting traffic. A lot. Although I got the alert on my phone at like 4.15 yesterday and the thing happened at noon. I was like, um, <laughs> maybe we should have been a little bit more uh, on that one if we're going to use it. <laughs> like it was right. four o'clock. I'm like, oh, oh, is it still? Oh, okay. Thanks for the update. Right. Oh, what a mess. I want to meet that person who sends those out because like. Talk about being nervous to send a blast email to friends for a party, right? Like you've got to be sure you are spelled correctly <laughs> and factual before you send a massive scary gram to the entire area. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad things are moving ahead and I'm sure we have not heard the end of the land bridge story. Nope. Also, um, you can rent by the hour a piece of the National Mall. This is great. So the fields at the National Mall, the uh, National Park Service opened up the portal yesterday for you to rent one hour slots for $20 um, seven days a week at the National Mall. So you can play like soccer and volleyball and there's new backstops for um, softball and baseball and they've got rugby fields uh, for the fields on the National Mall, which is really cool. How is this going to work? Because if I'm going to, I'm just going to give you like an example of I know. There's tennis courts near my house. You can mm. quote unquote reserve the tennis courts. But if you don't get around to reserving them and no one's using the tennis courts, like you're just using the tennis courts. How do you show that you have it reserved? I'm sure there's probably like some sort of a confirmation you get. And then there's park rangers down there and you'd be like, hey, sorry, need you to move. I got my confirmation on my phone. Okay. But that, I just, that is interesting, though, and I'm, I'm glad they have a system in place so there's some sort of charges going on because you think of, like, the, like, organized sports leagues who just have been using the National Mall and, like, not paying anything for them and, like, making profit off of taxpayer land and, like, ruining the grass. So, wow, I feel like I'm a 1,000 years old. But <laughs> the National Mall has never looked better, and like, as someone who lives right by it, I'm like, yeah, we should have some kind of a system in place for that. It will be interesting because people are very um – animated these days i don't know if you've been driving around or read anything in the news so i just i hope everyone just behave okay if it's reserved it's reserved i just can see people getting a little emotional over well, what they think is is you know anyone's property that's true but you know there's a system in place and i love this system you go to the nps website i was also i didn't know this at the national park service so like the last year invested $660,000 toward the fields to like restore them and get them going and fix the equipment and everything. So I think that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. 
They're very proud of it too in their press release. They're like, we have cleat friendly Bermuda grass. Ooh, that's <laughs> what the, the Nats part. That's what that Nats spark. Oh, is it really? That's yeah. what the rugby field mm-hmm. has got going on over there. So there you go. And there's new turf under the fields. It looks great. That's awesome. We should we should rent it for an hour, Cal. We should just like go in there and rent it. For, like this is our hour. We're just gonna like <laughs> use it for some like sunbathing and a little bit of catch. Right. <laughs> Actually, I wonder if you're allowed to like if you rent it and you don't use it for baseball or softball. Like if you can rent it for just like to hang on to it for an hour. Sure. Why not? Yeah. About twenty bucks an hour, from seven a.m. to seven thirty, times seven days a week, times twenty to four fields. I guess that adds up. That's yeah. real money, as they say. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. Um, I'm going to make this DC because Britney Spears has her musical that's inspired by her music in Shakespeare coming to the Shakespeare Theater once upon a one more time in November through January. There you go. I made it real fun, DC. Now we can talk about the Free Britney movement. Ha. So <laughs> did, I don't know if you caught a lot of the coverage yesterday. I was like reading bits and pieces of it. But then this morning I woke up and somebody had audio that is reported to be leaked from the court proceeding. So we get to actually hear Brittany in her own words. And it's gotten about a half a million views on YouTube so far. So it sounds that I'm just cautioning you with this. It sounds pretty damn legit, but it is leaked audio from the um, proceeding. But so she tells this story for like 25 minutes of her opening statement, which is what they released that she's talking about all that she's been through and all of the things. And to hear her in her own words, talking about it is really quite startling, quite stunning, you know, to, to hear her and just hear her bravery where she says things like, you know, I thought I could lie and say I was okay. And then I thought if I said enough, I would be okay, but I'm not check it out. And that's why I'm telling you this again, two years later, after I've lied and told the whole world, I'm okay. And I'm happy. It's a lie. I thought I just maybe I said that enough. Maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty amazing. Um, basically, her, what we're learning is that her father has controlled Every single move from when she can see her kids to the type of birth control she can be on, when she can travel, when she can perform. She is completely under his control, not just financially, which is, I think was striking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been joking about the free Britney movement and there's, you know, it's, there are fans that legitimately before the documentary came out, before all that, that she's mentally just not okay with the control that she's under. It's awful. And you could appreciate that, that she's not okay from all this. And she talked about like all the therapists that she's had to be under. I'm going to put a link to the YouTube chat, to the YouTube. If it's still up, you can check it out in our show notes from today's show. Um, But yeah, she goes on and on. And I, I agree with you. Like it seemed from the outside, like, Oh, she had to ask for allowance basically like to, mm-hmm. to like boil it down. But when you learn the scope of all that he is controlling and that these people are controlling and the conversations that that she was having about like she didn't want to tour, but her own management threatened her. And this is all, of course, her side. But, um, you know, like that she got off stage one night and they made her sign some papers and she didn't know what they were. And just like all of these all of these revelations that are coming out. But I I do I, I, I was really like 
way to go, Brittany, because she had these moments where she's like, this is BS. Like I, I have paid for so many people to do so many things and I can't control. This is BS. She swears in it a bit. Like she, then she gets emotional, but like, I, I do feel that there were some really strong moments in it too. I've done more than enough. I don't owe these people anything, especially me, the one that is roofed and fed tons of people on tour on the road. It's embarrassing and demoralizing what I've been through. And that's the main reason I've never said it openly. And mainly I didn't want to say it openly because I honestly don't think anyone would believe me. Yeah. I, I can't believe I just I can't believe she was made to go on birth control. <laughs> It, that was it seems crazy. like in the, in this world that we live in where you know women have more control and power over the decisions that they make than than ever and is promoted and supported by a lot of people more than ever that 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 she has been told to do that and not being able to see her kids at certain times i mean it's terrible it's awful I'd be interested to see where where it goes from here you know she said things too like she didn't even know that she was allowed to ask for the conservatorship to be removed and and I, I also she was like that's on me i was ignorant of that like so she's uh, the whole like britney crazy britney doesn't know what she's doing thing it doesn't really seem to hold water after you hear her in her own words explaining this <sighs> yeah a mess and also like a true millennial she was told to stop talking so fast because the court reporter couldn't keep track of how fast she was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah way to go Brittany. <laughs> we talk fast is what we do in our generation <laughs> But yeah, free Britney, man. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how this all comes. I mean, it's certainly uh, the audio being leaked is, is sort of a win for her mm -hmm. because it, it helps get her case more widely noted. Totally, totally. And I do hope and I'm I would I have no reason to believe that it's not. But I would hope that this like Britney musical that's coming to town is something she actually wants to do. <laughs> right. Right. Like that, that. It's not something that like her dad signed off on or made her sign off on it seems as though it is when we when we actually if you want to go back into some past of our episodes we spoke to the artistic director of the shakespeare theater and he was like yeah britney's in on it um the man the woman who's bringing the show to the theater knows britney and she's really excited about this work so i have no reason to believe that she's not like all in but must trust but verify all the britney spears news these days <laughs> well, tommy i'm glad you're on top of it Yes, absolutely. I will be Chief Britney Correspondent. And until January, when the show wraps up, Once Upon a One More Time, it's technically Real Fun DC. So there you go. <laughs> you can catch that interview about the Britney Spears musical on uh, our previous shows. You can catch up with any of our past shows. And if you like what we do, we'd love to hear a five-star review. Every time we get a five-star review, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, Tommy. It's true, absolutely true. I, you, you can trust it. You can verify it, too. It's absolutely true. <laughs> well, on that note, we'll see you next time.